Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. Amen. Back in 2020, we started a new decade. And I I said at the beginning of 2020, this is the decade of praise. And I want to remind you of that. This is the decade of praise. From 2020 to 2030. Decade of praise. What does that mean? We're going to cultivate a lifestyle of praise like we never have before. And I I want to encourage you to write down what is said by the Spirit of God each time we gather and and cultivate it in your life and develop it because the Spirit is moving us all forward together as a family. And that's for you too, online, Highway family. Those of you who are joining us online, we're going forward together. We're moving forward together. We will not allow any distractions. We will not listen to any other voices but the voice of our Father the Holy Spirit himself. It is a decade of praise, and that is so important. There is nothing more uh, beneficial to your health, to your physical health, to your mental and emotional health than praising him. Nothing Nothing more beneficial, nothing that will nourish your body more. There's no supplement you can take. There's no natural diet you can be on that will nourish the cells of your body more than worshiping Him. What do I mean, decade of praise? I mean we're, we're reminding ourselves as we wake up in the morning to worship Him. Before our feet hit the floor, we're hallelujah, Lord. You're so good. No music, no, no lights, no microphones, just you in your bedroom uh, peeling the covers back and getting up and sitting on the side of your bed and worshiping him. Cultivate this. Why should I praise him? Because he loves you. Because he's redeemed you and saved you. and He's worthy of all of your affection and adoration. But, see, praise is not for his benefit. It's for ours. So he exhorts us all throughout the scriptures to worship him, not because he wants to be worshiped, because he wants us to experience him. And it's praise and worship and adoration that clears our minds, that dissipates the fog, and enables us to see his plan for our lives. It's our opening our mouths, and you have to do this out loud, folks. You have to do it out loud. You have to audibly worship him. There's audible worship in our house. It's out loud. Just like I'm talking now. It's audible. You're using your voice. You're you're raising your hands. In my own home, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not raising them for people to see or because I'm a part of a church that raises their hands. I'm raising them because I'm worshiping Him. I'm lifting up my hands. I'm lifting up my life before Him. And I'm worshiping Him and I'm thanking Him for who He is. I'm declaring that, that He is my Father, that He is my Savior, that He is my wonderful Counselor, that He is my mighty God, that He is my Shepherd. Hallelujah. So I know what you'll be doing tomorrow morning. Before your feet hit the ground, right? And then when you're driving home, worship him from church. Yeah. You're going to get a four for four at Wendy's, worship him. Or a biggie bag, worship him. I know about those, you know. Hallelujah. When you're watching your favorite team play, worship him. When you're going to the pantry for a snack, praise him. When it's time to walk the dog, shout hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> Teach your dog how to praise him. Actually, animals know how to do it. It's just automatic with them. <laughs> We're the ones who have to choose to do it. Right? All of creation praises him. Hallelujah. It's a decade of praise. And in 2020, I said the year of 2020 is the year of taste and see. Experiencing him. Tasting and seeing the goodness of God. 2021, I said, was the year where he makes all things new. And 2022, sure and certain were the words that just kept coming to me, but I got some further clarification on that. Sure and certain is certainly a part of that. But the, the, the focus for 2022, are you ready, is taking possession taking possession. I'm talking about you personally and us corporately. Taking possession of the Father's plan for your life. Taking possession of the Father's purpose. Taking possession of the Father's provision for your life and for your family. Do you know something can belong to you but you don't possess it? For example, if, if, if I had a relative that I had never met or, or, or didn't have communication with, and they decided to leave me property and a home and automobiles and an estate, and they put that in their last will and testament, and they passed, but I didn't know it, According to their last will and testament, according to the law, that property that they gave me belongs to me. But if I don't know about it, if I'm not made aware of what the law has, is written and, and of that will and that testament, I, I can't uh, see it, I can't experience it, I can't go there, I can't move in, I can't take possession of it. In 2022, here at Highway, you're going to take possession of the Father's purpose for your life. You're going to hear about it. You're going to learn about it. You're going to see it. You're going to step into it. You're going to drive it. You're going to live in it. You're going to take possession of it. So the first step is someone has to contact me and tell me about it. I've got to hear what Christ did for me. That's what you're hearing at Highway. Then once I hear about it, I've got to believe it. I've got to personally take it as my own. 
So someone could call me tomorrow and say, you know, great uncle Wilbur left you an estate in Newport. It's the breakers. And I'll say, yeah, right, hang up, right? What if I don't believe that? What if it's true? But it just sounds too good to be true. Listen to me. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is too good to not be true. You will hear things at highway that sound too good to be true, that sound impossible, but it's the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't balk at it. Receive it. And there are things, sometimes I read in the Word of God, I feel like it's just beyond me. So what I'll do is I'll meditate in those things more until it settles inside of me, until it's, it becomes a, a breathing thing inside of me, until it's, it's just interwoven in my internal fabric, and I know it. And that takes time. It takes meditating in the Word of God. 2022, we're taking possession. And before we start that series, we're not going to start that series today, we're going to do a message entitled, In His Presence, because this is the beginning of taking possession, is cultivating intimacy with Him. As we step into this brand new year, we're rejoicing in the reality of the finished work of Christ. You were created to know God intimately. You were created to know him better than anyone else in the universe. You were made for intimacy with your heavenly father. You were made to walk in his strength, in his life, in his wisdom, in his provision. We're talking about the spiritual plane now, right? You'll notice this is where we preach from at Highway. We talk about natural things, but we proclaim spiritual things, okay? Hallelujah. You are made to walk with Christ as your strength. You are made to to go through life with the provision of your inheritance in Christ. Jesus' last will and testament when he says, it is finished, he left everything that he owned to you. That's why the Apostle Paul prayed in Ephesians chapter 1 that the eyes of our understanding would be illuminated, that we would know and understand our inheritance, our calling, and the unlimited power, resurrection power of Christ that is in and for us who believe 2022. It's time. It's time. We're going to start in Psalm 16. Psalm 16 today. In his presence. Psalm 16. Hallelujah. You were created by God for a divine spiritual plane purpose, not a natural purpose. People who haven't understand spiritual things default to the natural things. And they try and make them spiritual, but they're not. The Word of God is spirit in life. You were created for a God life, a divine purpose, a heaven-born purpose, 
man can't define you because man didn't create you. Hallelujah. Even though your purpose is divine, it is not automatic. You are the one who has to flip the switch and turn it on. How do I do that? By receiving the word of God. By believing everything Jesus said and did. And then meditating on it. Immersing myself in it. And allowing it to grow in me. Okay, before we get to Psalm 16, we will go to Matthew 6. Matthew 6, verse 33. We will go there. Listen, the the divine purpose that you were given before you were born by the Father will be unveiled to you, will be realized, experienced, understood, manifested, fueled, through intimacy with him. We don't come to highway because we're afraid of going to hell. We don't come to highway because of religious tradition. We become we come because we want to know the Father more. Are you hearing me? Online, are you hearing me? Fully participate online. Don't don't be sweeping the floor during this worship service. Put your chores aside. Come on. I need you to fully participate. If you're going to be online, I need you to fully participate, just like you were sitting right here. Fully participate. From from the time that live stream happens until the time it's off, this is for you. Fully participate. Give us your full attention. Hallelujah. It will be unveiled to you through relationship with him. So we have to choose to make our relationship with the Father the passion and priority of our lives. This is where it's at, folks. This is it. It's that simple. But no one can do that for you. And that is a, is a, a choice we make, you know, first and foremost when we give our lives to Christ. But we have to remind ourselves of that choice. Because there are temptations to back off of that as we go through life, right? I grew up, and, and the goal of going to church was maybe, hopefully, you know, lengthening, shortening the amount of time that you're in this imaginary place they called purgatory. You're trying to shorten that time. Purgatory doesn't exist. That's not in the Scriptures. If, you, if you're born again and your spirit leaves this body, you're in the presence of God. The whole concept of purgatory is ignorance of the finished work of Christ. Just being real with you, not trying to put anyone down. But that's the way we thought growing up. We're going to try and, you know, light as many candles as we can, say as many prayers as we can, and maybe that will, you know, shorten our stay in this, you know, place of nothingness. That's not us. We're one with Christ. Our focus in life is intimacy with him. We know we're, heaven's our home. We're not concerned about that. We know we're made clean. We're washed clean. We're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We're not, we're, we're, there's, there's no work need, that needs to be done there. Jesus did all of that. We're not trying to obtain righteousness. We're not trying to earn a place in heaven. Jesus purchased all of that for us, and he gave it to us. So our focus, our passion, our time, our energy, and our resources is directed towards knowing him more. 
It's directed toward expanding his kingdom. Jesus said it this way in Matthew 6, 33 in the message. He said, steep your life. That's like a tea bag steeping in hot water. And this is us in 2022. Steep your life in God reality. God initiative and God provisions. How do we do that? By meditating in the word. I just had some hot tea last night. I like hot tea. I put it up to 200 degrees, the water. Sometimes 205. I got a little kettle that lets me be specific. And I like it hot. And it's amazing. You know, you pull the tea bag out of the container and you can get a little bit of an aroma of what you're, what you're going to experience. But when that hot water hits it, and when that tea bag is covered in that hot water and begins to sit in that hot water, there's vapors that arise. There's an aroma that rises from that cup into my nostrils, and it's pleasing. And this is us in 2022. When we, when we come on Sunday mornings, we're getting scriptures. We're getting uh, uh, provision of God realities. And we grab a hold of those. We make note of them. We write, we write the references down, the book, chapter, and verse. And then we steep ourselves in them all day and during the week. And as we do that, the fire of the Holy Spirit is transforming us and bringing the aroma of Christ's resurrection to the forefront of our lives so that when we meet people and go through 2022, they sense his presence in our lives. They don't have to, we don't have to talk, say, they don't have to know anything about us. It's just when we walk into the room because we're a hot bag of tea, we're a hot bag of Jesus, the aroma of Christ fills Home Depot when I walk in. It does. I can be in the plumbing section. It doesn't matter. I'm in the plumbing section and someone over in electrical is going to feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. Steep your life in God reality. God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. That's all settled. Jesus settled that for us. We're God's very own. We don't waste our time on, on worrying about missing out. FOMO, thank you. No FOMO. Fear of missing out. You'll find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Look at verse 34. Give your entire, give your entire, I can't say that word. Give your entire attention to what God is doing right now. But I've got so many things to do. Now, you're never too busy to meditate in the Word. You're never too busy to spend time with Him. If you feel you are, let's correct that in 2022. We can't get to where we're called to be without time with Him. Private, personal time alone with Him. All right? Give your entire attention, attention to what God is doing right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. How many times does the devil try and occupy our thought life by what may or may not happen? That is a waste of time. I don't need to know what may or may not happen. I already know what God has told me. I already know that he's gone before me and made the crooked places straight. 
doesn't matter what man does. As far as I'm concerned, I know what my future holds. It's just getting brighter and brighter and brighter. I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger, more prosperous, more prosperous, more prosperous, more anointed, more, more, more filled with his presence than I ever have before. I'm saying I, I mean you and me. You understand that? Now let's go to Psalm 16. So we're, we're, we're containers of Christ filled with the hot water of the Holy Spirit. And it's causing this aroma of his salvation to flow from us everywhere we go in his presence. We live in his presence. Hallelujah. You know what's amazing? You know the presence of God, he's omnipresent, right? He's everywhere at the same time. But you've got to know that when you put your faith in Christ, His presence is now inside of you. So we're not looking for Him. We're not trying to hear from Him. He's inside of us. We're simply mindful of that. We, we exercise that reality. We know that He's in us, so hearing from Him is not a problem. Right? We say, Father, thank You that I know Your voice. Thank you that I hear you and I obey you. I know your voice and the voice of a stranger. I will not follow. I've been saying that for years and I'll say it for, it, it, it bolsters you. It's true, but you've got to say these things in order to experience them. You've got to say what God says about you. Are you his sheep? Come on, are you in the fold of Jesus Christ? Yes, you are. If you've confessed Jesus as your Lord, if you've believed in your heart that God raised him from the dead, then you are in the, the sheepfold of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's your shepherd. You hear his voice. Yes, you do. Now, sometimes you have to quiet yourself. You have to, have to take time to take a deep breath, sit down, get alone. And I, I'm amazed at the times in my life over the last 30-some years as I've known him where I had a number of things that, that were pressing upon me that I felt I really needed to do. But as I got alone with him, the pressure dissipated, and there was just one thing he was asking of me. And that's all I needed to do. But I'm telling you, and, and I'm sure you know, pressure can be seem very strong and very real. But that's not the Spirit of God. He hasn't called you to live a life of pressure and stress and anxiety and chaos. He's called you to a life of simplicity and peace. One thing is needed. Sit at his feet and listen to him. How are we doing in 2022? Good? Psalm 16, verse 5. Go ahead, make some noise or something. Let me know you're awake. Let's do the wave. Ready? Start over there. Okay, good. Come on, online. Let's do the wave. Ready? Okay. Very good. Psalm 16, verse 5. I want you to listen to this. And when I, when I read the Word of God, I personalize it. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance. How much money do you have? As much as the Lord has. That's right. Come on, say it. 
How wealthy am I? As wealthy as Christ. As wealthy as God is wealthy. I don't know anyone more wealthy than that. (laughs) The Lord is the portion of my inheritance. Well, the psalmist wrote that. That's not for you. No, it's for me. This was written prophetically for you today in Christ. When you're reading the Bible, you have to read it in the Spirit, by the Spirit of God. It's for you today. This is prophetic for New Testament. Now, now this prophecy is powerful. The testimony of Jesus is a spirit of prophecy, and you'll see it all throughout the Scriptures. So this is a testimony, uh, you'll see, of the Lord and what He would do for us, but it's also a testimony of His followers, His disciples, His sheep. The Lord is the portion of my inheritance and of my cup. Talking about that teacup. He maintains my lot. If you have property, uh, it would be helpful to have a property manager who can take care of all the details of all the maintenance all the landscaping, the exterior, the interior, the utilities. Uh, You know, if you've ever owned a home, you know there's a lot of things that need to be done just owning a home. It doesn't matter how nice it is when you get it. It's going to need maintenance. It's going to need, there's going to repairs that are going to need to be made done. There's going to be upgrades that are going to need to happen. God maintains my lot. The Amplified says, the Lord is my chosen and assigned portion. God determined to give you his wealth when he gave you Christ. The Lord is my chosen and assigned portion. The Lord is my cup. You hold and maintain my lot. The New English translation says, Lord, you give me stability and prosperity. Lord, you give me stability. You need that. Or you can't handle prosperity, right? You need a a foundation that is immovable. Lord, you give me stability and prosperity You make my future secure. Woo, what a property manager he is. He makes your future secure. I hope you meditate on this today. But understand, this is a personal declaration from your heart into the atmosphere around you. You give me stability. You give me prosperity. You make my future secure. The message says, my choice is you. Is that up there? Yeah. My choice is you, God. First and only. This is where intimacy begins. You must choose him first and only. Is he first and only in your life? 
My wife cannot be the wife God called her to be if Jesus is not first and only in her life. I cannot be the husband God called me to be if Jesus is not first and only in my life. We cannot be the parents God called us to be to our children if we elevate our children above Jesus. I see that happen a lot with parents where their children and grandchildren become the focus of their lives instead of the person of Christ. You can't love your children properly unless Jesus is your first and only. Hallelujah. Our children can't fulfill their destiny unless Jesus is their first and only. It's for all of us. My choice is you, God, first and only. And now I find I'm your choice. (laughs) See, this is a love relationship. You have nothing to be afraid of in your relationship with the Father. The King James in verse 6 says, The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. Talking about what Christ did for us. The New English translation says, It is as if I have been given fertile fields or received a beautiful tract of land. Talking about what Christ did for you. The message says, You set me up. Have you ever had anyone set you up? Yeah, that's nice. Someone just thinks ahead of what you need purchases it for you, takes care of all the details, and just ushers you into it. The Lord, you have set me up. Amen. With a house and yard, and then you made me your heir. Hallelujah. King James, verse 7. I will bless the Lord. That's what we were talking about earlier, right? You're audibly opening your mouth, worshiping him, adoring him before your feet hit the floor in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. I have set, notice this is a personal decision. No one can do this for you. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be moved. I want to read that again. I have set the Lord always before me. Have you done that? Well, it's time. He's my first. He's my only. I've set the Lord always before me. I will not allow anyone or anything in my life, life to compete with him. And my affection, my time, my energy, my devotion to him. Some people won't understand that. But that's all right. That's their decision. 
This is for everybody. But as far as I'm concerned, I have set the Lord always before me. Highway, I want you to hear me. It's day two of 2022, but it all starts here. Choosing to make him your first and your only. Don't don't be like a, a, a lukewarm believer. Don't just say, well, I'm going to heaven and just live a natural life. Be a red-hot fireball for Jesus. Be blazing hot. Be passionate so that everything you touch is affected by his presence. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. Now, notice he had to make a decision so that what God wanted all along could happen, right? God's already decided he's for you. He's already decided to do these things, but you've got to give him your full attention. I've set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Listen, I love everybody. We love all people. But people cannot get truly close to me unless they've done this. I'm just talking about relationship. There are levels of relationship, right? There's people I know that would know me on Facebook. I don't know how many connections I have on there, but it's probably thousands of one way or another. But most of them don't know me, and I don't know them. So if you want to know me, I, I will not allow someone into the, the, the more intimate parts of my life closer to me unless they've done this. Sorry. God's too good. So if you want a good relationship with me, this, it starts here. This is just the way it is because he's real love. And if, if he's not first and only in our relationship, then it's just kind of fake. Or shallow, maybe that's a better word for it. Shallow, maybe. Can we say that? It's not deep enough for me. Okay? That applies to everyone in my life. And that happened back in 1989. And a lot of people chose to walk away from me because I made the Lord, including my biological family, my own parents, because I set the Lord before me, and I was determined not any not anyone compete with that. And some some family members got offended at that because they hadn't done that, and they didn't want me to do it because they wanted to be first and only. Come on, are you are you willing to take the the offense of family members? Are you willing to take persecution from? biological family members or friends who were close to you before you made this commitment that maybe don't want to be close to you anymore? Of course. (laughs) To say it's worth it is a gross understatement, but it's worth it. Come on, I'll take closeness with Jesus over anything or anybody any day of the week. Come on. Why does what people think of you matter to you? Why does their criticism of your faith in Christ bother you? Don't let anything deter you. See, it was Satan's hope that as he taunted you, that you would loosen your grip on the things of God. 
that as he taunted you with what may or may not happen, you would back up off of the things of God. But then a pastor came into your life and started preaching to you who you were in Christ. And instead of loosening your grip on the things of God, you tightened your grip on the things of God. Instead of backing up off the things of God, you stood upon the things of God. Instead of backing up, you're rising up in 2022. Taking possession. I've set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. The message says in verse 8, day and night I'll stick with God. Mm. Day and night I'll stick with God. Day and night I'll stick with God. I've got a good thing going and I'm not letting it go for anybody, anywhere, anytime, anyhow. I just added that. <laughs> New American Standard in verse 9 says, Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh, my body will also live, dwell securely. Health. This is where health is, friends. Making Christ your first and only. You know, if I choose to back off of Christ, my relationship with Christ, and the things of God because of what others think of me, that's called fear of man. Just identifying that, okay? That's a fear of man. Proverbs says the fear of man is a snare. You know what a snare is? It's a trap to catch and kill an animal. The fear of man will trap you in the enemy's plans for your life. Hello. It's 2022. Hallelujah. We're setting the captives free in 2022. Fear of man. I mean, I'm just, I'm just sharing with you a little bit about my life, but I've, I've had some nasty things said about me from people who are supposed to love and support me. Nasty. And, you know, on the surface it hurt, but I've got a good thing going. I'm not letting go with Jesus, right? You've got to realize that following Christ in this world is going to be challenged by people who should not challenge you but should encourage you. And the more you start believing everything he said, oh, boy, they don't mind so much if you go to a church, you know, and if you have a Bible in your house, but you start believing it and living by it and acting it and proclaiming it and, and, and believing that God is actually living in you, now they have a problem. <laughs> that you hear from God and he lives inside of you and the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead has raised you up and seated you at his right hand, they have a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> Big problem. What, what, what is the contention? There's a warfare going on. Spirits of darkness are trying to keep people in bondage. So there's going to be kickback when you believe God. I'm just, uh, Jesus told us that. In this world, you're going to have tribulations, frustrations, but be of good cheer. I've deprived the world of power to harm you, and I've conquered it for you. John 6, 
33, I think that is, or 1633. What is it? 6 or 16? Yeah, John 1633. Hallelujah. I don't care if you like me. Be nice, but I really don't care. I do care if you love him. My desire for you is not to get you to like me. My desire is to see you passionately know the Father. That's what I want for you. Verse 10 in the King James says, You, thou, for thou, for you, will not leave my soul in hell. Neither will you suffer your Holy One to see corruption. Uh, The message translation says, You canceled my ticket to hell. That's not my destination. It's already done. We don't come here to, to try and get that. Jesus got that for us. You couldn't get it anyway by your own efforts. You canceled my ticket to hell. That's not my destination. Verse 11, King James, thou wilt show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In his presence. We will spend each day in 2022 in his presence. We will remind ourselves daily on day three, day 10, day 50, day 172. Dan, how many days till Christmas? Do you know? <laughs> Whatever day it is, we're going to live in his presence. We're going to live in his presence. You will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. The path of life is found in his presence. In his presence. Spend time with him highway. Make time in your day to spend with him. Just set it aside. Decide right now, I'm going to spend time with you. I'm going to spend time with you. Because my path for life is found in your presence. You see, as you're spending time, and the Lord was quickening me to this truth as I was spending time with him. As you're spending time, what do we mean by spending time? You know, you get your hard copy Bible and you find a place where you can be uh, alone. And, you know, there are times where I'd be praying. Where's my phone? Phone's over here. And my phone would be face up and a notification would come up and I'd walk over to my phone. And Holy Spirit says, why are you doing that? Turn that thing. Face down. Just don't, don't, don't pay attention to anything else. Don't look at the clock. The Holy Spirit will let you know when you're done. Do you know, there are times I use an alarm. I have a Mr. Rogers neighborhood theme for my alarm. But in reality, when I'm staying sensitive to the Holy Spirit, my eyes open the minute before I need to wake up. 
I just, it's time. It's time to get up. We're talking about the spiritual plane now. You're not relying on electronic devices to guide you. It's the Spirit of God. So you're spending time with Him. So you've already decided before the day comes when that's going to be. Right? You're looking ahead. Okay, tomorrow, this is what my day kind of looks like. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get my time with Him here. And, And don't get religious with it. Don't say I have to spend so many minutes or hours and I have to say so many prayers. Just No, this is, this is a relationship. Don't get legalistic with it. That will bind you. All right? This is, not a, this is not saying five of these prayers and ten of those prayers. I'm not talking about that. This is being in his presence, fellowshipping with him, meditating on his word and allowing the Holy Spirit to illuminate the path of life to you. So what I'll do, and and it's different, and I'll just let the Holy Spirit guide me. Like, you know, you go to a a restaurant and the waiter brings you the menu and then he tells you what the special dishes are. And there are times I say, I'm going to go with what you say because you know better than I do. It's my first time at the restaurant. I'm going to take your advice. The Holy Spirit will guide you through this menu. There are times I need to meditate on Psalm 1611. There are times I need to meditate on Isaiah 53 and 54. There are times I need to meditate on Matthew 8. There are times I need Acts 3. There are times I need 1 Peter or 2 Peter 1. I, but the Lord has prepared a menu and, and, and meals for you. So I just ask the Holy Spirit, and I let him lead me to the Scripture I need. Now, other times I just know I'm going here. I'm just, I'm not trying to be, I'm just trying to say this is not a legalistic thing. Are you with me? This is, this is led by the Spirit of God. All right? Yeah, it's a flow. Okay? And I'll let him lead me. Sometimes it's Psalm 3. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. And I just meditate on that. I'll declare it. But I'm doing it. I'm conscious that he's in me. That his presence is in me and around me. And that he's illuminating to me the reality of who I am in him, the, the reality of his risen son. And he's showing me the path of life. So as I'm meditating on whatever scripture that I'm meditating on, the Holy Spirit is doing more things than I could even understand. But I'll share a few that I know about. First of all, he's quickening me. He's strengthening my soul, my emotions, my will, my, my, uh, my soul realm, whatever I'm trying to say. You know, the the soul realm, will and emotions. My personality, he's strengthening that. He's strengthening my body when I'm spending time with him. You too. I say me, but I'm talking about all of us. You understand that? So here I am, you know, on my floor in my closet. You, O Lord, are a shield for me. You're my glory and the lifter of my head. And I know that's for me, right? Every promise is yes and amen. It's for me today. And I'm meditating on it and I'm worshiping him for it. And the Holy Spirit is is empowering me to walk in it. And I just steep myself in that. I'm not thinking of phone. I'm not thinking of the day. I'm thinking of my thoughts are spirit-led now. 
And the way to direct your thoughts is by meditating the Word, just on what He said. You're my shield. You're my glory. You're the lifter of my head. And, and it's not like in one minute, all of a sudden, it's going to be amazing. I've had times where in a very short period of time, I had a very powerful experience with the Lord. I've had other times where it took my soul and my body a while to calm down. And I had to be, you know, meditating on his word about 15, 20 minutes. And, I, and then, okay, now I'm getting there. You know, now we're, we're getting clear. And now, yeah, there it is. There's that, there's that sweet spot. You ever found that sweet spot in something you're doing? Well, there's a sweet spot in life, and it's in his presence. But you have to cultivate that. We're going to live in the sweet spot in 2022. Living in that sweet spot. Hallelujah. Psalm uh, 16, 5 through 11. I'm going to read it to you out of the Passion Translations, starting at verse 5. Whole thing, we're going to go straight through it. Hallelujah. Do you realize... There are things you will never know unless you spend time with him about your life. There are blessings you'll never experience without spending time with him. There is power and health that you cannot experience without spending time with him. I'm not being legalistic. Please don't misunderstand me. What I'm trying to emphasize is this is a relationship that you must choose daily. He must be first and only in your life. God is not withholding anything from us. He gave us everything, but we have control over our lives, and we've got to give God first place. There are things he has for you that you will miss if you don't spend time with him. Please hear me. There's no pressure here. I'm not trying to pressure you. There's no, this is not a works mentality, but it is a relationship. I, so I'm not spending time with God to try and get him to bless me. He's blessed me with everything. He's given me his son and every blessing that comes with that. His wealth, his health, his strength, his wisdom, his righteousness. He's already given me that. Then why are you spending time with him? Because I want to know him more. And I realize that I have a soul and a body. And spending time with him will enable me to walk in the spirit and keep my soul and my body under the authority of my recreated spirit. You don't want to be around me if I haven't been spending time with the Lord. Thank God for his grace with my family. You know, really, I'm a different person. When I'm spending time with him, and I'm staying focused and hot with him, ah, I'm fun to be around. But when I start allowing the pressures of natural things and what I've got to do and what so-and-so said and start getting to me and I'm not in his presence, I start getting touchy and irritable. Guess what? You do too. <laughs> really? 
Do you know just by you spending time with the Lord, the relationships in your life are going to improve dramatically? And the relationships that you need in your life will come your way, and the relationships that you don't will just go away (laughs) just by spending time with him. Verse 5, Lord, I have chosen you alone as my inheritance. You are my prize, my pleasure, my portion. I leave my destiny and its timing in your hands. Stress is gone. Your pleasant path leads me to pleasant places. I'm overwhelmed by the privileges that come with following you. For you have given me the best. The way you counsel and correct me makes me praise you more. For your whispers in the night give me wisdom showing me what to do next. Because you are close to me and always available, my confidence will never be shaken. For I experience your wraparound presence every moment. My heart and soul explode with joy, full of glory. Even my body will rest confident and secure. For you will not abandon me to the realm of death, nor will you allow your Holy One to experience corruption. For you bring me a continual revelation of resurrection life. The path to the bliss that brings me face to face with you. In 2022, we're living life face to face with the Father. You can approach him boldly 24 hours a day, seven days a week with no shame and no condemnation regardless of any mistakes you may have made. If you've just made a mistake, you feel like you've blown it, run to him. Get in his presence and let him love you. Let him put you back together again. Let him inspire you by his spirit to see yourself as he sees you. We're taking possession of his purpose in 2022. We're taking possession of his plan for our lives. We're taking possession of his provision for our lives. And we're doing it by being in his presence. Father, thank you for a new day. Here we are, just stepped into 2022. And we're looking at you face to face. You are our first and our only. We exalt you in our soul. We exalt you in our heart above everyone and everything else. This year belongs to you. We're not going to make natural plans. We're going to steep, soak in you, and let you unfold your plans. You've got the plan. You already wrote it down before we were born. 
We don't have to, to come up with solutions and ideas. It's all in you. These things unfold and, and are revealed in your presence. As we're praying right now, I just want you to, we were just praying right now. This is prayer. I feel the Lord impressing upon you. you, you all of us have decisions to make. Maybe it's regarding financial matters. Maybe it's regarding, you know, what you should do with, with, with certain resources that you have. Maybe it's regarding um, your professional life in terms of what you do as a profession, uh, what you do as a, a business owner or a self-employed or an investor or an employee. But listen, the answer is in his presence. The answer is in his presence. There are a lot of decisions that need to be made, but the pressure's not on you to come up with the answer. He has the answer for you. And it's found as you just whew, lean on him. Get in his presence and let him reveal to you what it is that you should do. This is the life we're called to, to follow him. Hallelujah. Oh, this is good, Father. Your word enters our lives and relieves the stress, takes the pressure off of us, and shows us that you've got us, that your wraparound presence has gone before us and made the crooked places straight so we don't have any concerns in 2022. <laughs> we don't have anything to be worried about because you accomplish the things that concern us. And you work all things out for our good. And we thank you for that, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness. Who He is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.